Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Sheesh. Listen, I mean, Memphis just got hot tonight. I mean, they shot 17 to 36 from three. Sometimes that happens in a long NBA season. And you compound that with the fact that obviously it was Terry Rozier's first game. When you add in, a, you know, a new player, especially a guy who, who's that great a scorer, it's going to take time to get acclimated. And even though the Heat did lose tonight, they're still over 500, four games over. So I know a lot of Heat fans are going to be mad, but so am I. Are you kidding me? You know, you know how hard it was for me to keep it in just the first 30 seconds of this video and act like I wasn't mad after watching that pitiful, embarrassing, downright disrespectful performance. Y'all know I usually come on here just, I'd be wearing one of my two Heat hoodies. I, I usually just throw it on over whatever I was wearing previously, right? Just because it's easy. I could not even wear anything that had Heat memorabilia on it today. I should take all this, all this Heat memorabilia behind me down because I'm embarrassed to be a fan. This is why I always said I would never get a tattoo of my favorite team's logo. Because it's nights like tonight where I would be ashamed to have it. Also, I'm scared of, of needles. Well, let me not say I'm scared, but I just, I, I prefer not to have needles in my in my body. But that's besides the point. You know, okay. I want to say for, for anyone that might be new here, subscribe and make sure to like. But that's that's not actually what I wanted to say. But but please, please do that because it does help me a lot. I want to let it be known that I'm not typically one to overreact. Uh, and I'm not one to say, hey, uh, get pissed off after every loss because you're going to lose games in a long 82-game season. Some games are going to be ugly, right? But this is one that you had to get. We all know how poorly the Heat have been playing over the last month. We know how bad the scoring's been. We know how the fan base has been on edge to do some sort of trade. And we finally did it. I think acquiring Terry Rozier was the first time in 900 days that the Heat made a trade to acquire a player. It was since Victor Oladipo and Nemanja Bielitsa. Remember him? So obviously all Heat fans are excited. You hear the players. They were very sad that that Kyle was gone. So I think that kind of does show that Kyle was a great teammate. But they were excited to get Terry Rozier. You heard guys like Bam and Tyler say, sometimes it's nice just to get some new life in a locker room. Help rejuvenate the entire team that has looked flat, that has looked stale for quite some time now. So you're coming back home tonight. You're inserting Terry Rozier, who did not start tonight, by the way. But I'd be stunned if he doesn't start tomorrow in Boston, right? But you're back home and you're playing a terrible Memphis Grizzlies team who who has the likes of the that cooked the son of David Roddy, uh, GG Jackson, uh, the the Williams Wilson kid. Uh, I, I, I should not be disrespectful because he hoops tonight. Let me get his name real quick. You had Jake Gilliard, too, and you had Vince Williams. Uh, who actually did take his over on the anonymous player prop betting app who does not sponsor me so i will not say their name i took his over because y'all know if you've been a heat fan for five minutes you know anytime the heat play a team with a bunch of randoms one of them is gonna cook us so i picked him but sure enough he did cook us uh but so did every other person on that team including scotty pippen jr who was like his second real game this season uh, and he had 15.6 rebounds six assists shot 71 percent he cooked the Miami Heat in addition to everyone else. Else, I felt like the only players that actually tried defensively was Bam Adebayo, who, although he was very poor offensively tonight, that happens, but he makes up for it in other areas, had 15.6 blocks. And Hayward Highsmith, who I thought played very well defensively. The refs kind of hold him a little bit too. But outside of that, I thought the effort was awful. Even if you look at the offensive end, yeah, Jimmy was aggressive and, and trying to get to the free throw line, but he wasn't trying to run an offense. It was Jimmy saying, oh, I don't feel like I scored enough yet. Let me put my head down, try to get to the rim and get some free throws. It was outside of that. He ran no offense whatsoever. 
All of the passes that he did and everyone else did were sloppy. They put no effort into it. They didn't step into the pass. You had Jimmy Butler in that third quarter. Tyler was was coming to the ball but got cut cut off, so he was trying to leak out. Jimmy threw a lazy, slow pass, got intercepted. David Roddy cast a three. Then it was like a minute later, Jimmy's driving baseline, picks up his dribble underneath the basket, jumps without knowing where he's passing it, and throws it away. That led to another layer for the Grizzlies. That's basketball 101. You don't leave your feet unless you know where you're passing the ball. But Jimmy was being lazy tonight. Tyler had a very nice second half, I think, offensively. Uh, A lot of the passes were sloppy. He had a lot of turnovers in the first half. But he picked it up in the second half offensively. And Kayla Marin hit some big shots down the stretch as well. But outside of those two offensively, you had nothing else on offense either. Let's talk about Terry Rozier. He didn't get the start tonight. Uh, the Spo decided to start uh, Josh Richardson at the one, and he started Hayward Highsmith at the four, right? A little disappointing. Uh, I thought that Rozier should start, but I'm not going to blame Spo. The guy just got here like today or yesterday. You know, he, he wants to work him in slowly. That's fine. And I will say overall, for those of y'all that didn't watch my initial trade reaction video where I literally was at work and filmed the video in the car, my initial reaction, I was happy about the trade. Uh, I thought it was a good move, and I still am happy with the move. Uh, so I just want to preface what I'm about to say by saying I like the move, but I did say I think the Heat need to make another move, but we'll get into that, uh, which that's obvious now anyways. But all that being said, Terrell Zier was terrible tonight. He was awful. His final box score tonight was nine points, four rebounds, five assists, two steals. So stuffed the stat sheet a little bit, but he shot three for 11. He had three turnovers tonight. Had a few big chances down the stretch to be the hero. Took some, you know, isolation threes. Bricked all of them. Had a charge earlier. Was very sloppy. He was awful. Now, I understand he'll be better. But being that this is a reaction video to the game, I'm going to react to the game. I'm not just going to sit here and tell you, say, hey, he was bad, but he'll be better. No, he was terrible tonight. He was awful. And I'm hoping that he'll be better. Because if not, you just lost the first round pick when you only had two tradable firsts to begin with. And you're really handicapping yourself now with regards to making upgrades to this team. Because if he doesn't work, like I said, you just wasted almost half your assets to get him. Now, there's been a lot of discourse on Twitter about uh, the fit with Terry Rozier. Uh, obviously, his starting backcourt fit with Tyler Hero is a little bit weird. I think that might be another reason why Rozier didn't start today. So even during today's game, when everything's going bad, of course, you have the Tyler Hero discourse on Twitter. Whether he should be traded, whether he should be benched. I don't think that this team's chemistry is working, okay? That's not solely Tyler Hero's fault. But very clearly, the chemistry with your best three players, Tyler, Jimmy, and Bam, is not working. And I think it's time to trade one of those guys, and I just think it has to be Tyler Hero. Although Jimmy Butler is piss poor in the regular season, we know come postseason, he's one of the top five players in the entire game. So I'm not going to sit here and disrespect Jimmy Butler Although I will say he was terrible tonight, and he's been terrible. And then you look at Bam Adebayo, who is easily, in my opinion, one of the or the best defensive player in the entire league. And when you add on all the improvements he's made on the offensive game this year, although he was poor today, I don't think you can trade him either. That means that Tyler Hero is the last option of a guy you have to trade, especially since I didn't like his starting lineup, uh, uh, spot of the starting lineup to begin with. I prefer Duncan Robinson there because you see the chemistry that Duncan has with Jimmy, that Duncan has with Bam. It's a much cleaner fit. So although I love Tyler here and I think he's an amazing player, I think on this team he's better off the bench. But now you're paying a guy all that money to come off the bench? You can't do that. 
So all these pieces are adding up saying, maybe you should trade Tyler Hero. And that's not Tyler Hero hate. That's not me saying that all this is his fault. If anything, it's, it's just a small fraction of this that's his fault. But if you got to trade one of the top three guys, which at this point I think they do because this this team core, it, it looks like this core has, has run their, their, their length, you know? I think you got to trade one of them and the other guys are just better. Now, I get you won't get as much value for Tyler Hero, but maybe you can get something that's at least a better fit. We saw the Lakers do a similar thing when they traded Russell Westbrook. We all knew that fit wasn't great. They traded him from some, for some smaller rotational pieces, and they went on to make the Western Conference Finals You know, last year. Look what the Heat did when they lost Tyler Hero last year. They made the NBA Finals. Not saying that if he would have played, they wouldn't have made it. Maybe if he played, they would have won the whole damn thing. I don't know. But the facts that I do have is they were able to make the finals without him. So if you're saying we got to trade one of the top three guys because the chemistry doesn't work, which is undebatable at this point, that's the guy that I would choose. But that's enough on Tyler Hill because I, I kind of just did want to focus on this game and maybe get a whole video about this whole situation in, in, in its own separate video. Uh, some of the other notes I took, took today is Thomas Bryan got some minutes today, didn't do nothing. That's how you know Spolster was desperate. The Heat started the game up 6-0 in like the first few minutes. And you had Eric Reed talking about, oh, how nice to see an offensive start for the game for once. I'm like, Eric Reed, they could be a one-possession game if Grizzlies come down and hit a three. And sure enough, by halftime, the Heat only had 42 points. So how's that for your new and improved offense? They were terrible. Uh, that's the only really notes I took here that I didn't mention yet. Uh, let me run through the box score and see if anything comes to mind. We talked about Jimmy Butler, 15 points. Uh, he did get to the free throw line eight times, uh, but obviously he was pretty terrible outside of that. Uh, Hayward Highsmith, I like what he did. Uh, three of six, two of four from three. I think his start uh, or his role as the starting four is likely solidified unless they make a trade or Jaime Hawkins comes back and Spoh decides to start him. I think I personally would start Jaime Jaquez because you're seeing the deficiencies in the offense right now. That could change if tomorrow Spo starts Rozier and Hero. Maybe they get into a little bit of a groove. But I personally would start Jaime Jaquez. But again, that's a video for another day. Highsmith was fine tonight. We talked about Bam's offensive struggles. 4-13, which is kind of inexcusable. But I don't want to get on the guy who had 15 rebounds and 6 blocks and absolutely shut down uh, Jaron Jackson Jr., who's the fraudulent DPOY. You know Bam always takes that matchup personal. And Jaron Jackson was 5-21 tonight, so he was equally terrible. So how about that? You lost to the terrible-ass Grizzlies when their best player was 5-21. How's that for embarrassing? Uh, Josh Richardson, I thought was fine. Tyler here was 8 of 15, so over 50%. I thought he had a great second half. Uh, and if anything, very little of the blame uh, for this specific game is on him for tonight. Uh, Terry Rozier was terrible. Kevin Love, that he missed the second half because he was ill. Maybe he tried was ill to start the game and just wasn't feeling great. It's a bit you don't usually see a guy sit the second half because because they're sick, but. Uh, whatever and then Caleb Marn obviously had a nice offensive second half and Duncan Robinson didn't score until the fourth quarter but then he was the only one that could score I do want to see him back in the starting lineup uh, and then obviously we talked about the Grizzly side where all the guys that you probably never heard of went off uh I think that's all I want to say about this specific game I don't want to keep it too long because I could get a whole separate video out about rotations and what this heat team needs to do because they're they're in trouble I mean they play the Boston Celtics tomorrow when you're on a four-game losing streak and your next game is against a team that looks unstoppable, it might be ugly. But knowing the Miami Heat, they'll probably win by 20 points tomorrow. And I'm still not going to doubt this team when it comes to the playoffs because that's what this team is built for. So as negative as I was today, 
Don't get it twisted. This Miami Heat team is still going to the NBA Finals and winning the whole damn thing this time as long as they don't play the Denver Nuggets. But that's all I got to say for this video. So make sure to like and subscribe and do all that other stuff that helps the algorithm. And I do want to say I will be live streaming again after the game tomorrow versus the Boston Celtics. So make sure you turn on those bell notifications and stay tuned. I tried live streaming after the last game as sort of like a test. Had a lot more people in, in there that I expected. So this time I, I, I plan on it being a little more planned out. I have a software now where I can put the comments up. It'll be a good time. So if y'all want to rant and tune in, I'll be taking comments and questions over there. So that'll be after tomorrow's game. So I'll see y'all then. Pull up in the city, tryna get that dead fast Do it on my own, I don't need no dead weight Had to kill him off, yeah, I need a head space You know this homegrown bitch, don't a fan, man Thank you for listening to Believe You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show And giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform Check us out at Believe.com And search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube